Welcome to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. I am your host, Makeba Giles. Here we share information and resources for physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being to help families live an inspired lifestyle and encourage healthy living. Thank you for joining us. sheltering at home, COVID-19 is leading to stress and trouble sleeping for millions of Americans. In these times of uncertainty, we're all in need of some ways to improve our physical and mental well-being. Well, Army neuroscientist Captain Allison Brader has studied survival under extreme conditions such as sleep deprivation and stress and what makes people more resilient. She's with me now with some techniques to relieve stress, get better sleep, and stay healthy during the pandemic and beyond. Thank you so much for joining me today. No, thank you for having me on the show. Now, first, Captain Breger, tell us how big of an impact is stress and sleep deprivation having on people right now? So the two are very closely intertwined, sleep deprivation and stress. And um, unfortunately, we live in this situation where the you know, the enemy, if you will, is attacking our immune system. Um, And sleep deprivation actually is one of the things that most compromises our immune system. So more than ever in this time, we have to ensure that we are getting good quality sleep so that we keep our immune systems healthy. Um, And it's actually easier, uh, it's pretty easy to do. As long as you keep maintaining a consistent schedule where you're going to bed the same time and you're waking up the same time, um, you're putting away technology and devices at night and letting your body and your brain wind down, um, you are setting yourself up for success for getting a good quality night of sleep. Now, how important is it to maintain that normal sleep routine that you just meant, uh, mentioned in terms of its connection to health and well-being and stress? So it is super critical. So we have this, um, we have these clocks in our body, if you will, that sort of determine when we eat, when we sleep, and when we achieve our best quality sleep. And as long as you're maintaining a consistent schedule, the physiology that drives uh, these clocks and are like the hormones that are released in order for us to function during the day and fall asleep at night, um, they will stay on schedule as long as you're keeping your day-to-day routine on schedule. Good advice there. Now, what are some tips that you've been sharing to help soldiers who are aiding on the front lines um, in the fight against COVID-19 to maintain a sleep schedule and manage their stress levels? So the tips I've given my own soldiers, um, you know, as you know, I was on the front lines with them and uh, at the Jacob Javits Center in New York City um, are no different than the tips I just gave uh, to you is, you know, try to maintain a consistent of a schedule as possible. Um, And even if you aren't maintaining a consistent schedule, try to make up with sleep during the day. Um, You know, we have these long work days, but we also have short recovery periods. And really, I've been encouraging them to use those short recovery periods in order to nap um, or do something where they can just sort of clear their mind, sort of disengage um, from the high-stress situation around them. Uh, particularly going outside. So, you know, saturating your eyes with, with sunlight during the day, it helps, um, you know, it helps you, it helps keep you 
it keeps you awake, but it also uh, stimulates the release of uh, vitamin D, which is absolutely critical for maintaining a healthy immune system. Now, you just mentioned being on the front lines with your own soldiers in New York um, right now during this pandemic. Um, share with us what has your experience been so far um, with you doing that and what have you seen and what have you taken away um, personally from everything that's going on right now? So for me personally, New York will never be the same for me ever again. Um, I have come to the city pretty much every three or four months since I've been 18. I used to compete there all the time and and track and field in college. A lot of my best friends from high school and uh, college still live in the city. Um, New York will be a a very different place for me, uh, especially the Jacob Javits Center because I used to go there to pick up the, the marathon race packet and Um, You know, I will never see that place again. Uh, But I think in general, just human behavior, especially in a large metropolis like that, um, you know, we're going to react differently to people that we see out on the street now. Um, I was doing it myself. I was very observant there of other strangers on on the street, you know, trying to stay as far away as possible from other people on the sidewalk. I mean, I would even see people jump into the street itself in order to, you know, maintain that six-foot distance. And even as the curve continues to flatten and continues to decline, I can see these, you know, sort of like xenophobic, like, trepidations about other humans remaining in place just because um, of what this um, unfortunate infectious disease has done on our mental health. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for sharing your firsthand experience with us. Now, um, with your Army training, in addition to that, and you being a humanitarian um, on the front lines, you're also a neuroscientist. Give us a little bit more um, history about your background and your journey to taking the career path that you chose. Sure. Um, So somebody early on in my life told me to plan your career around your lifestyle and not your lifestyle around your career. And that's the best piece of advice I could give for to anyone. Um, you know, I was always passionate about exercise and sort of what pushed humans to reach this other level of fitness where they, you know, had to go through a period of pain and suffering in order to be um, the best athletes or elite individuals in the world. Um, and so that got me thinking about how the brain Uh, controls, uh, you know, that part of of being an elite athlete. Um, I will say that, you know, the road to being a neuroscientist, for those interested, it is very long and you have to be patient. Uh, I was in school for about 14 years, nonstop. And, um, you know, I just sort of built this community of just like-minded people around me who, uh, you know, we all embraced and and had a love for the, the hard sciences of biology and chemistry together. And, um, you know, it, on the back end, after these 14 years of school, I absolutely love my job and my career and all the opportunities it's afforded me, especially through the Army. You know, I never, ever in a million years thought I would be in the Army and be in the Army as a neuroscientist, and here I am, and I truly feel like I have a dream job. Um, and it goes to show, you know, the Army has over 150 different careers out there. Um, if you go on GoArmy.com, you could see that there is literally a career path for any sort of passion um, or uh, profession out out there. 
Now, with um, all of your training and your journey thus far, it's definitely have prepared you for the challenges that we are experiencing right now in this pandemic. Um, what is some advice that you would like to give to people who are having a little difficulty um, with everything that's going on right now? How can people continue to stay resilient and stay hopeful during these times? Well, you know, as my grandmother used to say, this too shall pass. And I think what you mean by that is, you know, you're not the only ones going through this. The entire world is um, having, having some sort of loss or compromise right now. Some people, yes, absolutely have it worse than others. Um, so just remember that, that you're not in this alone. This is a group thing that we have to get through, and it too shall pass. Um, the other thing, too, is appreciating the little things. You know, I think that's one thing my team and I have done really well here in New York City, being on the front lines, is despite being in the epicenter of the pandemic, we appreciated that we literally had the entire city of New York City to ourselves, um, walking to and from where we were staying every day, to the diversity and the culture of the food around us, um, to the people just being so gracious and and grateful for us being there, um, to, you know, being right there along the Hudson River and seeing these beautiful sunrises and sunsets I'll never forget. Um, it's the same thing in your life, you know. Like, be grateful for you have your, you can have your family at home. You could work throughout the day with your dog and your cat. Like, everyone would love to bring their dog with them into the office. Um, just, you know, all those things about you, your home that you've built and um, work so hard to maintain over the years. Really, you know, be grateful and appreciative for things you have in your life and for being healthy too. Great words of wisdom there. Now, I um, also want to, for you to share, um, where can people find out about not only uh, being a neuroscientist in the Army, but as you said, there's also lots of careers that um, people can take in the Army four times like these and beyond um, to make their lifelong career. Tell us, how can others follow in your specific career path and where can people go to find out about everything that they can um, do right now and long term to follow a career in serving others? So honestly, your best resource is GoArmy.com. There is a rich body of resources there um, that outline all these career paths I, I discussed, including my own um, as, a, as a neuroscience as a neuroscientist. Um, you know, that's that's the beauty of living in a world of social media. Is uh, these career paths? They're not just on GoArmy.com, but they're on um, GoArmy and U.S. Army uh, on social media platforms. Uh, but it's all there. Perfect. Thank you so much. And again, for more information on becoming a neuroscientist in the Army, as well as um, all the other careers that the Army has to offer, you can visit GoArmy.com. Um, as a parent of the class of 2020, I definitely want to encourage um, the class of 2020 to definitely go take a look at GoArmy.com. Um, with everything that's going on right now, there are a lot of careers there that you can choose from to make your lifelong career path to give back to others and make a positive difference in the world. Thank you so much for joining me today, Captain. It's been a pleasure, and I wish um, you continued health and stay safe. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith, Health, and Home digital podcast. 
For transcripts of this episode and others, visit our website at faithhealthandhome.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you again for joining us.